Will we? Will we? Will we talk about it? Will we? We have this no choice. Is arc, this is arc analysis. This is arc analysis. This, this is arc analysis. We're back with Xenozoic Tales. After co- the end. This is a Coke recommendation. Oh, don't, no, don't, don't say that. I didn't, don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> this is a half hour Coke's like, hey man, we gotta check this one out. I was like, yeah, let's do it, buddy. I trust you. You have good taste in things. No, don't. No, no, I didn't. Yeah, no, let's, let's build you up, buddy, so I can tear you down. This is a teardown. It's not even this a whoosh. Isn't, this, isn't, this, isn't even, this isn't even nice. Okay, so... um. Xenozoic Tales, 1987, written that, and drawn let, by Mark let Schultz. Let that sink in. Sorry. Say his name again. Written and drawn by Mark Schultz. Let that sink in, 1987. Okay? So, the premise. No. The premise. I'll even read it out at the first page. Some oh, think the seeds of the Xenozoic cataclysm demise were sown as early as the 18th century. What is known... Oops. What is known is that by 1987 AD, the series of geological upheavals that would signal the unprecedented fall of an era had already begun. Although the enormous pattern and unfortunate cause behind the global catastrophe would not be discovered until many years later, by the early 21st century, mankind had begun its retreat from an increasingly increasingly inhospitable surface to the safety of vast subterranean shelters. By 2020 AD, 2020 Two years ago, the churning, spitting earth came to a boil. Billions died, and entire species were consumed. The few surviving humans huddled in their scattered iron and steel tombs and waited. 450 years after it had sealed itself off, mankind returned to the daylight and was greeted by a radically altered world. A world that logically should not exist. A world fully populated by an unprecedented eclectic ecosystem. Now come with us through the beauty and terror, mystery and paradox. Come with us to the Xenozoic era. None of that happens. Here's where you lost me. <laughs> you tried to teach me history yeah. in the intro. I don't know what a Xenozoic is, but the fact that that's the sixth word in, seventh word? Yeah. Fuck you. If it doesn't say guns, boom, bang, zap, pow, fuck you. Yeah, um, Xenozoic cataclysm. Come on. What okay, so this now, all right. It's an we're, idea, we're but this is a first draft. You need an editor. This shouldn't be this long, and not interesting. Nothing's interesting about this. This is also terrible. Not really like okay. So on arc analysis, we we talk about uh, a story arc, and we kind of break it down and give our opinion. This is not. This is a anthology. This is a bunch of stories put together, so it's hard to talk about. I, I personally, I hate these. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what you really think. Like, I don't like anthology series because there's no, there's no connect. Like, I, it doesn't grab me like a like a like a series would, like a story would. Because right. I'm I'm not invested in anything, right? Right. And that's kind of the, that's just how I am. That's how I'm built. So right away. I was I'm forced like, to care about characters I have no idea about in a yeah. time in an area that I have no idea about. So I, I don't get it. So like, there's like the Wasoons are some people, and they send over an ambassador. Don't care some, about them. And some people, the city folk, they meet 
kill five of those people and everybody's okay with it. Like it's just, it's, it's, it's some of these, some of these names too. I wrote down these names because they're hilarious. Sherman Spurgeon, Brooke Flinders, Black Elmer, Wrench Terhoon, his brother, (laughs) Wrench Terhoon. His brother's name is Hammer Terhoon. Wrench and Hammer. There's Remfro Rinkus. What is this? (laughs) So can we go back to the theory that you shouldn't be a writer and artist because it's, it's beautiful art. So he can do one thing really well, but not both. No. Like no. it's amazing line work. This is a black and white comic for the most part. Um, not a lot of interesting or dynamic paneling, but you don't need to do that to sell it across. What the problem is, it's so exposition and copy heavy that you're bogged down with all this information about these characters that you forget how like, beautiful his line work is like everybody looks like a real person like these are these could be black and white uh photographs in certain panels but it's just bogged down with ish and story i don't care about and i'm confused with and there's no connectivity and all i really know is that like dinosaurs roam along the same time with you so and they're kind of there but they're not really like there's that one story where they have the um they lure the pteranodons right city and it's like, oh, well, why'd you do that? Now they're going to nest in the city. But then they're able to to warn the sailors or the boaters that the, the underwater dinosaur is coming. Because they weird. had no signal. So I get it. So it's like these little stories contained that are kind of, they're kind of world building, but it's so But you missed like all the interesting stuff that would happen on an ecosystem that both includes dinosaurs and human beings. Like there's a whole like hundred years where we don't know if we're friends or not. So we're fighting and battling and they don't know if we're friends or not. So like all that chaos and destruction and trying to survive in this kind of landscape is way more dynamic and interesting than like you luring kind of a couple dinosaurs over here. Like they, they're served as like B stories and they're dinosaurs. Like, your life with a day-to-day dinosaur, like you could have ripped out of Flintstones and just had them day-to-day and like you replaced them for like technology and that would have been more interesting. Yeah. But they're more like outside, like he'll spend more time inside a house to deliver dialogue between two characters and you see a dinosaur walk by as opposed to being out in the world and interacting with dinosaurs. Yeah. That's it. There's like, and there's like, there's the, they just kind of show up when they need them. Like they're never like, <laughs> so like there's, it's weird. It's like, yeah. how do you, how do you fuck up dinosaurs? Yeah. I don't know. And it, they're huge birds like animals. To note lizards. too, this, this is the inspiration for the cartoon Cadillacs and dinosaurs, which is, which I guarantee is way more better than this. Far better, better than this. Yeah. Because it's, it's, this, this comic book is written like a, like a TV show, but with no, with very slim connective tissue, there's nothing connecting one story to the next. It's just a bunch of random stories. With yeah, but it's also characters. drawn like a TV show that has no payroll. Like, yeah, you make it seem like a studio exec said, "Oh, you got to cut all these dinosaurs out because we don't have the money for them." You're literally <laughs> drawing dinosaurs. You every page should be like there should be ter- pterodactyls flying everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Like Jurassic Park didn't happen yet, but there was the book. No. Uh, yeah, I think uh, what is this eighty seven? When did that book come out? I don't think that book. I think that book came out shortly after this. I can fine, fair, but that's not the only dinosaur book or imagine imagination. Sorry, the book came out in nineteen ninety. So okay, it's three years after this. 
So maybe this got inspired and like, we can do this better because Jurassic Park definitely did it better. Um, maybe. It's not hard. Like, everyone was a kid. Everyone picked up a dinosaur toy and like had it storm over all of its other toys. Like, I, it's so lost. It's so void of imagination. It's almost criminal. Yeah. Because it, like, it, it just became about, boring. Like, yeah. It, it's, that's what it is. It's just, it's just fun out boring, man. It's like, how do you, how do you ruin dinosaurs? I don't pick up this book. Nobody turns into a dinosaur. And I don't know. We don't even know if this is going to be a long off payoff. There's too many issues that I don't want to like, you haven't glued me into any sort of promise down the line that something great or is on the surface or like on the horizon. And because it's anthology, you're not following one arc that inevitably will get solved at the end. You're following all these different things. So there's no yeah. reason to keep reading. Exactly. Which is and like, stupid for a comic book writer to do. Yeah. And there's and, and and it's like the characters, there's no real difference. There's Jack, who's just like this macho man with no weakness. Then there's what Hannah Dundee, who's just some chick dressed in scantily clad, you know, scanty. scanty. Yeah, she ends up in a bra a lot. I'm like, is that really how you're gonna dress in a in a post apocalyptic post apocalyptic world like this? Like, I don't. I don't. But it doesn't even seem post apocalyptic. Like everyone's no, just like, doesn't. all right, cool, day to lived day. It. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're just having a day. They're like, all right, well, let's don't lure those pteranodons over. Which is fine if that was the end of the arc. Like if we had spent twenty issues of like how these people have to now get used to living next to dinosaurs to the point that like at the final issue it's just mundane and be like, yeah. you guys are geniuses. But no, you you started here. Dinosaurs walk the earth with you. Not everyone's gonna play ball with that. Some people like go back to your your home, go back to your country. Like there's gonna be protesters <laughs> who like I don't want dinosaurs taking our jobs, right? Like there's so much absurdity surrounded on what a life would be with dinosaurs in it. Well, yeah, yeah. That yeah. he didn't no, even I'm... try to play up. No, it's just kind of. I don't know. I just, it was so boring. This arc is supposed to be seven issues. I got through like three before I wanted to actually the first two. I wanted to just claw my eyes out. Yeah. Like, we had a power of like, do I have to keep reading? Anymore. Yeah. We were like, we should stop reading after three. And I was like, just stop. Cause I'm just going to talk more shit about it. Cause like you said, the art is beautiful, especially considering the time it was in. This is beautiful art. Mm-hmm. If there's no like, colors, which is fine, but it's gorgeous. reminiscent of a uh, crack magazine, mad magazine, like how they mm-hmm. really get, caricatures and like they enhance features so like there's strong jaws there's like uh, uh, defined ears like it's amazing line work I'll, i can't take anything away from the artist the only thing i'll say is like it's not dynamic paneling right but that's something we got by the 90s 90s they started breaking the molds of like what a page can look like and we got full page spreads and stuff like that but then you have to read the fucking story and it's long annoying dumb and it sounds like somebody who understands all of his individual characters but doesn't know how to introduce or express his character and we can say it's a sign of the times because it's 1987 but watchman was written in 1986 he understands his character very dynamic so you know like it's not like this was written in the 60s where everything was just cheesy pop it was kind of like during that that transition well, they, they, period. there wouldn't be any black people in this if it was written in the 60s that's right or, there was one or, there was one black dude that's right or they'd be aliens so yeah 
there is one in this one, but I, I don't recall her getting called a dame either. So I mean, progress. no, no, I don't think she was ever really. Um, I don't remember. Oh, she probably was. Maybe like, we didn't read far enough. Maybe no. was, like brutally, brutally. <laughs> Open. Hey, maybe we maybe we'll, maybe we'll watch the show Cadillacs and Dinosaurs. Cal- I watched Cadillacs and Dinosaurs. It's good. There you go. You can't, have... It can't be worse than this. Read this if you want to go to sleep early. You will fall <laughs> oh, asleep. God, I was such a hard. I, this is such a hard read. I was like, I took naps between this. Yeah, I don't. I, I woke I up and I was to... like, Do we have to keep reading this? I can't. Find and like, this. no, we don't. I was like, Thank you. I appreciate you. I award this as many bars as you can. This gets a black sheep. Yeah, so we rate things on Bob as in bad, boom as in good, or sometimes we added, recently we added that whoosh, which is kind of like, I don't want to talk about it. I want to talk about it. This is bad. (laughs) I don't want to talk about it either, but this is the biggest bar. This is probably the worst thing we read. Yeah. And we read that one shit for Alan Moore. That was... <laughs> that was interesting, though. Yeah. It's dark and bad and weird, and I had to take a, numerous showers after it, but it was interesting. But it wasn't boring. Yeah, correct. I didn't fall it asleep. Not boring. No, I had nightmares, but I didn't fall asleep. This one, I was like, yeah, yeah I, have, I still have nightmares. Hall of Famer Alan Moore, by the way, too. That's We've inducted him into our Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. And then we read that. <laughs> Necronomicon. Man, he really slipped. Why are we talking about him right now? Because it's more interesting than Flank, 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 Flank. And you can fill in his name if you want to, but I hope to God he has something better than this. Yeah, Kitchen kitchen Sink Press. How dare you? (laughs) I mean, Kitchen Sink. What else do they have going on for them? Uh, The Crow. um, Snarf. (laughs) I I bet Snarf is better than this. Megaton Man. I don't think that is going to be better than anything. Gay Comics. Literally, you your, your personal no. pull list now. What's going on? Well, no, I just looked up what they've. Is that our next read? <laughs> Maybe actually, <laughs> from 1980. Oh man, I'm definitely intrigued now. That could be actually. I'm gonna add. That. <laughs> We're yeah, gonna read that. That's, that that's a that's a definite ad. We got to figure out what this monster is. There's Yarn Man, Melting Pot, Oink. So I mean, this is the quality of comics. <laughs> Good old 80s people. Good old 80s. Um, avoid this if you can, unless you really want to go to sleep. Or tell us a better story that this uh, artist and writer did. I'd love to f- find some sort of improvement from this. Uh, this was not good. No, this is a very short episode for a reason. We well, could good. keep droning on about it. but Oh, what else this guy wrote? Uh, Martin Schultz. Uh, subhuman. Predator. Aliens. Apocalypse. Recently? Cadillacs. Cadillacs and dinosaurs. Yeah, so this was his first draft. I bet Cadillacs and dinosaurs. Alien pig farm. That just sounds great. Yeah, Cadillac. He actually did write something for Cadillacs and dinosaurs. So he wrote this book. The show came out, and then he wrote a book on the show, based on his original book. I hope you can checks off of this then for Cadillacs and dinosaurs. So he made he found a way to make it cool in 1990. All right. Well, they put okay, cars see, in okay. it. Okay, I see you, Mark. All right. He improved his hustle. I appreciate yeah, it. But yeah. But don't have me read your crap. He evolved, yeah. Still, fuck this book. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. It's terrible.